What's going on and welcome into your favorite podcast in the world. It's the That Being Said Podcast, episode 576, with your boys, Sammy. And George Arjur, we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sun Hub. What's going on? What's going on, episode 576, just finished recording here at 8.45 p.m. Pacific Time, Sunday night. Just watched the Cowboys dominate the clown Eagles, as George would call them, a bunch of clowns. I'm a clown for picking them constantly. Doug Peterson, clown. Carson Wentz, clown. Bunch of clowns. Thank you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. A uh, couple couple announcements for this week. We did our part one over-unders. That was episode 575, so check that out. We're doing part two tomorrow on Monday, so uh, give it a listen. NBA season starts Tuesday. Um, World Series starts Tuesday. Bunch of bunch of fun things are happening. So check those all out. Go to sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. And uh, give us love. Give us support. Oh, yeah. Share the podcast. Give it a rating. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell brother. your brother, cousin, aunt, uncle, niece, nephew. Except for your cousin, as George would always say. Yeah, unless it's Kirk. Tell, him. tell us Kirk cousins. And please enjoy the pod. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with our NBA previews. And uh, George, this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports... Radio redefined. Happy Sunday night, and we are here um, in the middle of Sunday night football, actually entering the fourth quarter of Sunday night football, um, ready to talk the NFL weekend, which George, we... um, kind of talked about before the podcast might be a quick one with more team storylines but not a lot of game storylines yeah kind of a weird kind of a dud of an nfl weekend not, not too many huge storylines not too many great games um i don't think any game really came out to, to the titans a, chargers was a good ending that one yep that was it that was only like one yeah and you had the texans and colts but the texans tried to make a late comeback so yeah, and, and there were some games, you know, you could say Cardinals and Giants was a good ending. And, I mean, the 49ers Redskins were close, but we're also talking about when it comes to meaningful, right? I mean, right. you know, you could say the Seahawks-Ravens game was good as well, but there was a pretty clear winner at some point right. in the fourth quarter. But let's do what we always do, George. Today's going to be a little quicker. We're going to go game by game. And uh, for anyone that's been waiting for our part two of the NBA over under for so the top 15 teams that's going to be out tomorrow as well um yeah right, we're about to hit our stride in the sports seasons yeah man it's uh the best time of year for sports if you're a sports fan man this is what you live for yeah, yeah i love and, it i mean we had a great time this is mentioned really quick astros and yankees yesterday the ending with altuve home run after the yankees tied up the Walk home run yeah exactly right at the, at the bottom of the ninth inning that was just epic um i don't have like any takes on it but <laughs> like it's just it was hard to have takes i on. know like oh my god altuve hit the home run like should have pulled it even more <laughs> yeah so no but it was awesome it was really fun to watch and uh looking forward to the world series looking forward to the world series starting tuesday nba starting tuesday and of course we continue to have college football and nfl so, just and champions and league for those soccer fans yeah. is back on tuesday and well. mls playoffs for there's some other people that like fans. american soccer yeah um there's a lot going on, and I mean, we're creeping up on college basketball as well. <laughs> That's why sometimes I wonder why, like, for example, February is kind of the dead month. You know, there's NBA All-Star break and things like that. Why isn't baseball just like February? Start in February. Start in Fe- February and October about the same weather. Yeah. 
Just start in February, end in August. You'd rather have some postponed games in bad weather in the beginning yeah, but than the end, and... in the World Series. Yeah. Right? Um, I guess this World Series will probably be fun. Actually, no, DC was disgusting today. Yeah, and uh, Houston, uh, you don't know if Storms, I guess. Yeah, but Houston will most likely. They haven't closed, They're, I think, anyways. Is it? Okay. Pretty well. sure, yeah. Um, but DC was, a, if today was a baseball game in DC, it would have been a mess. Today but would be no baseball game. <laughs> speaking of DC, that's going to be one of the last games, actually, so never mind. But <laughs> if you're here also to listen to Eagles-Cowboys, we'll probably just do that one last because the game's in the fourth quarter currently. So we're going to start with the morning games as always on these schedules. And the first game is the Rams beating the Falcons in Atlanta, 37-10. to 10. Yeah, um, well... <laughs> For Atlanta, it looks like they lost Matt Ryan. Uh, I don't know the significance of that injury, but he was uh, in a boot, so maybe at least a game or two. at least a few a game, maybe two games. But that's to me the maybe shut him down. <laughs> maybe shut him down. What's the point of playing him the rest of his season? The Falcons, who I went into the season kind of high on, thinking they'd rebound this year, are now one and six. Uh, another place where I was wrong. Also, my free money fives are on the verge of going zero and five for the first time in my in history. Um, <laughs> If once the Eagles end up losing this game as they are well on their way to doing. Which will be a nice win for me. Yep. Took the Cowboys. So um I think I wouldn't be shocked if we wake up tomorrow morning to news that Dan Quinn has been relieved of his coaching duties. I wouldn't be surprised either. So I guess yeah, we'll start with these Falcons. I only have one or two things to say about the Rams really quickly at mm-hmm. the end. Um, with the Falcons, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Dan Quinn there's three things I wouldn't be shocked about. One, Dan Quinn being fired. Mm-hmm. Number two, Julio Jones, who is now has an extension. Teams are willing to trade for that. If they're ready to shut this year down mm-hmm. or ready to move on, new era, we're just not good. Teams will trade a good amount of picks for Julio Jones, who's under a three- or four-year extension, I is think. Is there any rumors of that, or are you just suggesting? I th- I, I'm just suggesting. I think it's more of an internet fad right now where okay, everyone's cool. saying free Julio. It's a do is trending today, hashtag free Julio. And I think the Falcons, you know, the reason they extended him is because they went into the season not expecting to make any moves like that. Yeah. But I think at this point in the season, when you're a team like the Falcons who are getting embarrassed week after week, your quarterback now, most I, I, I'd be shocked if he left the game, left in a boot is like back next week. Right? So when you're one and six, you might as well keep, you might as well keep Matt Ryan healthy. If you're going to shut down Matt Ryan, you're one and six. Maybe that's the time where you start being interested in thinking about maybe we could move Julio Jones. Yeah, I don't may- know if maybe. it's a possibility, but I'm just saying that's one of three things that I think are going to happen. Matt Ryan being shut down is a possibility. Dan Quinn being fired is a possibility. And Julio Jones being traded is another possibility that I don't know if that that one's the more, more uh, me just guessing yeah. possibility, but a lot of things can happen in Atlanta and it's, it's pretty embarrassing. R- I agree rough, with you. Rough month for Atlanta. It is rough playoffs, except for basketball starting. They, they should be, Good, good, uh, good For, young team. That should be, but this yeah. whole nothing bad happens. That's true. When he's in. Um, but embarrassing for Falcons. I agree with you. I thought they were going to be pretty decent, and I think you have, you know, you could have argued both sides, but I could. There's, it's hard to see them being this bad. No, yeah, no one. I don't think anyone really predicted one in six. No, and um, for the Rams, I just wanted to say Marcus Peters, you know, came in early and got his first little forced fumble, which Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. What did I say? Marcus Peters. Uh, sorry, Mark Spears did, did get a pick six. Did have a pick six today. Yeah, uh, Jalen Ramsey did did force a fumble, which was which was good. And this Rams team, you know, they're still hard to see what they're made of. They're four and three, which is a disappointment for the Rams, right? right. Being four and three, um, but they've been really good against bad teams, and I think they haven't been very good against good teams. So I'm still 
I don't know. I'm still kind of cautious of where they're at. Jared Goff still hasn't really looked as good as he did last year. And, of course, the big the big deal, as always, is, you know, the run game for them. Uh, Daryl Henderson was getting carries the last couple weeks. This week he got 11 carries for 31 yards. And then Todd Gurley got 18 for 41. Both not very good. You know, when you look at the like the actual like box score of this game, it doesn't seem like the, the doesn't seem like as lopsided as the score would be. They both look like they didn't have very good games. Right. Um, but I think for the Rams, they have some things to fix. But I think Sean McVay's a good enough coach. It's going to work. And for the Falcons, it might just be a new era time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you there. All right, to the. Actually, weirdly interesting game today was Dolphins lose in Buffalo, twenty-one to thirty-one. Yeah. They stuck in there. Fitzmagic always finds a way. Yeah, um, huge, huge spread there. What seventeen points? Like you kind of expected uh, the Bills to go in and blow them out. And early in the game, the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins had a lead at halftime, fourteen to nine. Yep. And then at the end of three quarters, the Dolphins still had to lead fourteen to nine. So you see that twenty-two to seven in the fourth. I know. So the Which the better team usually does that. Yeah, the better team does that. So good win for the Bills. They're now five and one, and we have to ask ourselves an all legitimate, legitimate question here: Are they the second best team in the AFC? And you know that's I know a lot of people bring up schedule and whatnot. And I do that a lot with teams like San Francisco yeah. and in New England, right? New England's probably had an even easier schedule, but. You look at this Buffalo team, right? Mm. Compared to other teams, the Jets win was actually a good win because that was when Sam Darnold was right. playing, and they didn't they make a big comeback in yep. that game. Um, at Giants is not not a horrible win, right? It's a good, it's a win's right. a win, but you know what I mean. Not the worst game. Bengals, okay, bad team. They lost to the Patriots in a pretty competitive game, and then you got at Titans, which is never. A, an easy game and then the Dolphins yeah their schedule is not phenomenal but I'll tell you something um, I think the most they've allowed this year in points was this Dolphins team 21 <laughs> outside of that it's been like 17 16 their defense has been dominant and that's gonna yeah. win you games yeah maybe one of the best defense if not the best defense in the NFL right now yeah I agree with that um, uh, but I don't think they're the best I think, five and one. I think the 49ers are the best defense yeah. in the NFL but I mean, I'm just saying you could make an argument isn't it crazy we sit here and the Bills are 5-1? I know. It is crazy. And, and they still play the Redskins and the Dolphins. And then it gets harder after that. But at least yeah, Patriots again. Jets are going to be better. Broncos, Ravens. But still, we'll see. The Cowboys. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, and for the Dolphins, them and the Bengals are in this really strong push for the one seed. They're the number one draft pick. Yep. Uh, if, if you're the Dolphins, I just want to break this down really quick. There's not much to say about them. They're obviously 0-6. They lost to the Redskins. Who the, like, they're the worst team in football probably still, right? Do you keep playing Fitzpatrick? Because he might actually get you a win or two. Or do you just go with Josh Rosen? Hopefully Josh Rosen shows you some light to at least either have somewhat of a future with them or at least maybe get him in a tr- trade or somewhere. What do you do in that situation? Um, what, you just follow the team, whatever the team's kind of rallying towards? Yeah, if, I mean, at the end of the day, these guys do want to play, right? And they want to win. I mean, maybe the organization wants to tank, but you, you're not telling your coaching staff to lose games, and nor are you telling your players to lose games so at the end of the day i believe you go with who the team seems to rally around it seems like it's ryan fitzpatrick but it doesn't really really matter <laughs> no but i, d- I do know, think it's know, funny i mean you know our, our father 
lives here near us after yep. this long Sunday of uh, football, did ask, like, do they want to win this game? And we, we and you both said the same thing. Like, well, the players on the field technically, like, they are playing for contracts. Exactly. So the guys on the field do want to win, but what the owners or the GMs or whoever it is, their goal is to get as low quality of players as they can yep, to, to make, try to not win. Try not win, exactly. <laughs> Um, and speaking of bad teams, the Bengals lost at home to the Jaguars. I literally, I don't know if there's one I have less to say. I Nothing to say about the Jags because you're supposed to win this game. I do have something to say about the Bengals. Isn't it's, this a perfect situation for the Bengals? Like, they were really competitive for, what, the last 15 years, 12 years? And, like, you couldn't get rid of Dalton. And you couldn't really like, get a Dalton because he was good, good enough. enough. And now you're, like, the worst team in the you got Your head coach, you fire him. You bring in this guy after fifteen years, after fifteen <laughs> years of being average, and you just suck. And now you're gonna get a top three pick and get the successor to Darnold. It's perfect. The Darnold, Dalton. Uh, Dalton, man, Darnold, Dalton, redheads, the redheads man. Um, yeah, I think it's actually a perfect scenario. And you know, n- this is not a shot at Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals. Uh, he's obviously not as good of a coach as Marvin Lewis right now. Right now, yeah. Because um, Marvin Lewis, uh, as much as he's average, he's like a Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher's probably a little better coach, don't get me wrong, but they've had a lot of average mid-level seasons. Um, they'd probably get a win or two with a guy like Marvin Lewis, who's a really good coach, but you'd rather have Zach Taylor deal with this bad start, right? He's a young coach, learn, get a quarterback, and grow from there. We see it working in kind of places I, like I in New York and Arizona. 100%. And I saw a crazy stat, though. Okay. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah because this Z- is important. Zach Taylor, by the way, why was he hired? Because he's an offensive guru. Offensive guru. Quarterback guru. Yeah, he has a... He has a he's Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. He, he shook he has, hands with he, Cliff Kingsbury before. Yeah, he has... As George he, he, he has a little bit of a beard, but not too much. He just looks like he doesn't shave. He's a little shaggy. Looks like he should be in his 30s, but could be in his 40s. Yeah, but you're not you know sure. Sean McVay. He's a boy genius. And he and he's shook hands with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury before, and they've had a beer. So yeah, like, and he once had a non-fad latte. Just yeah. in general, oh, I was like, I didn't. I, no, no, just I didn't he's, know that he's, one. he's he's had one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. he's an on fat latte guy. You gotta watch your carbs. You know he, his offense so far this year has three hundred and seventy three rush yards. Opponents have thirteen hundred and seventy three rush yards. Lamar Jackson has five hundred and something rush yards by himself. By himself, Joe Mixon. By is not Joe Mixon last year led the AFC in rushing. Joe Mixon is still on the Cincinnati Bengals. He's on the same team. Yeah, so. And I don't know. I don't study their offensive line too much. I'm assuming there's not that much change in their offensive line. I mean, they didn't just change all five guys. I mean, still to get that much, that horrible of productions. Here's some stuff. The last two games, Joe Mixon has 18 carries for 12 yards. That's pretty bad. In his last seven quarters, Joe Mixon has 17 carries for 17 yards. Oh, that's pretty bad. Yep. What a tough, tough time for the Cincinnati Bengals. You know what I do have to say? Kind of about same thing I'm going to say about the last game we did. We probably spent too much time on two zero and uh, six zero and seventeen. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on to actually some of the more interesting games. You ready? Yep. Vikings on the road, forty-two to thirty in Detroit. And I want, I want to start with this one. Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford get a lot of hate. Um, exactly. I think Kirk Cousins sometimes a little more rightfully so because he has those blunders. I feel bad for both of them, but I also feel great that both of them kind of showed out today. No, this I, is, they're both very talented, very good NFL quarterbacks. I, I, and if they're on teams like the Dallas Cowboys over Dak Prescott, 
the Cowboys would not be three and three. I, I agree, but I have a message from Kirk Cousins uh, for this podcast. You like that? Oh my god, this guy. It sounds like a porno, but George is not sharing a porno right now. <laughs> Did you like that? So if you go on Son Sports uh, Twitter right now or Instagram, we have a cool video and it's funny. This girl's getting arrested and she's like, yeah, uh, I was about to say, let's let's just uh, let's rule out the porno. Yeah, there's no porn here. She's getting arrested and she's like telling the cop, oh, you like that? Trying to make it sexual. Maybe like try to who knows what the hell she was doing. She's probably drunk. But uh, Barstool Sports put put that over the Kirk Cousins. You like that video, and it's hilarious. No, that that's actually funny. That's, I'm actually going to look for it. On yeah. Our, our so um, that's my yeah. You like that? Kirk Cousin is on fire, man. That's a couple games in a row. Uh, luckily for the country, Kirk Cousins will be on primetime next Thursday against his former team, the Washington Redskins, at home. We'll find out. If Kirk Cousins lays an egg against this horrible Redskins team, it's just a primetime thing. You got to go get yourself a quarterback who's good on primetime and then play Kirk Cousins all the other games. Yeah, I'm... Um, that being said, I think he will do well. No pun intended. That being said, podcast. I like Kirk Cousins a lot. I think he's going to play fine because it's against Washington. I think he gets a little too much slander. I do agree he gets he, too much slander. He's not Russell Wilson. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Patrick Mahomes. But you know what? Is he Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford and yeah. and Jared Goff? Definitely. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Those guys go to Super Bowls. Do they win them? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford's they, never been to one, but I wish he did. Okay, but Matt Ryan goes to Super Bowl and Jared Goff goes to Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Nick absolutely. Foles wins the Super Bowl. If you're on the right team, it works. And Kirk Cousins actually might be on the right team for once for this to work out. I mean, the guy, this is a run-heavy offense, but he still can get four touchdowns in a run-heavy offense and throw for 300-some yards. I'm, I have good feelings about this Vikings team. And on the other end, the Lions. I think we both bet on the Lions today. And they've, you know, they've actually been a very good team. Yeah, for but, two, re- but rest, team. rest in peace to their season. Yeah, because in this division, you're not. Right. It's not happening. But they do have the Giants next week. Then Raiders, Bears, Cowboys, Redskins, Bears, Vikings, Buccaneers, Broncos, Packers. So they have a chance to... I mean, pick up someone's. I don't think they will. This I goes think back to everything I say about every team. Though every team has a chance to pick up. Somebody. Right, right. But some teams. Just but the don't. hardest part of your schedule is now through the Chargers, Eagles, Chiefs, Packers, Vikings in five weeks. Yeah, but you never know. I mean, they they could play worse from here on. They, they could. They seem to have this thing that they can't finish off games. Yeah, couldn't finish off Arizona in the beginning of the year. I know there were some refereeing issues against Green Bay, but you still got to finish off the game. At the end of the day, as I'll say, sometimes we blame the refs for these type of things, but at the end of the day, you got to still win the game. Exactly. Right? It's not I, always the ref's fault. Or don't be in that situation where the ref determines the last play. Completely agree. Uh, love both these guys, though, and I feel bad about their, the slander they get. I think this Vikings team is going to compete all year with the Packers to win well, this division. Well, the good news for them, I don't team. believe they have – Played the Packers yet? They have not played them, and they play them. Or do they don't? They did play them week two and lost, but they do play them on Sunday at night home. football uh, at home or Monday night football. Second at home, to last week, second of the last year. week of the year, and that could come down to maybe for the division. It could. I have no but idea. Here, let me tell you this. This let me tell you what some of the Viking games coming up at Chiefs, mm-hmm. at Cowboys on a primetime game. That's Ooh, a at worry. Seahawks. At Seahawks primetime game at Chargers primetime game against the Packers 
primetime game. That's four potential games that Kirk Cousins is in a primetime game. Five, because they play Redskins next week, primetime game. Okay, I don't count that one because I'm not worried about him on that primetime game. I'm talking more like Kirk Cousins on the road in three of them, primetime games against really good football teams. All right, we'll find out, I guess. I- I'm excited for him. We're going to find out if uh, they need to bring like a relief pitcher in for primetime game. He's not that bad. But the NFL is kind of fucked up, man. Like, they know Kirk Cousins struggles on primetime, and they've scheduled, like, five primetime games for them. That's messed up. This is like me and Kirk Cousins have a relationship like me and James Harden have. Like, I don't think he's that bad in Kirk. I I go along with the jokes. It's not that bad. Like, everyone's like, James Harden can't play in the playoffs. It's not that bad if you really look at it. It's not as good as we'd like, (laughs) but it's not that bad. They both take a step back. When you should be taking a step up when the lights are bright. Well, I mean, technically, James Harden's always taking a step back. Oh, that was good. God, that was my best that, one. That yet. was really good. You didn't expect that one coming. Yeah, that was yeah. really that was the really master of step backs. That was really good. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, Raiders at Packers. We had a game for a while, but the Packers win forty-two to twenty-four. Yeah, Aaron um, Rodgers. Six okay, touchdowns. that's what I was gonna say. I was like, let's just let's, let's, let's lead off with Aaron Rodgers had six touchdowns, and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has <laughs> thrust himself, no pun intended, because you know the little State Farm thrust, oh, nice, into the MVP conversation. It's technically not a thrust; it's a championship belt. I know it looks like a thrust. Yeah, you know. six and one. He went twenty-five for thirty-one, four hundred and twenty-nine. Seems yards. like he likes his coach. Five touchdowns. In a rushing touchdown. Yeah. yeah, likes Matt LaFleur. Fucking gave him the game ball. No, they were another guy that drinks non-fat lattes. No, he actually did. He was like the less known of them all. He deserved I it. I know. You know what's weird about that, though? Matt LaFleur. Where was Matt LaFleur last year? I have no idea. Offensive coordinator for which team? I have no idea. The Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah, Their offense didn't, like, jump off the screen for me. Actually, they're much better than they were this year. Do you see Ryan Tannehill today? Woof. Anyway. that game. <laughs> um... Yeah, great win for the Packers, man. Um, the Raiders aren't bad. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done with the Packers. What? No. Move on, like no. That. I was gonna, let you, I was gonna, get, I was about to pass it on to okay, you. Okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think the Raiders aren't that bad. They were competing earlier in the game, but they caught a red hot Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers now moved in front of Russell Wilson in the MVP favorites in my eyes. Oh, in your eyes, not in Vegas. No, but I think it might. Russell Wilson had quite the dud of a game for Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. and I don't. The offensive line's missing Dwayne Brown. It was actually a very tough game. I mean, you know, bad weather conditions, no good offensive line. He got hit eight times compared to Mar Jackson getting hit once. You know, so it's it's a tough game. Um, and Russell threw no. I think he threw one touchdown and a pick, and just didn't look great. While Aaron Rodgers has just gotten better every single yep. week. Six touchdowns. They're now six and one. I just think he's now more the MVP candidate, and Russell Wilson probably comes and falls at second. Um, on top of that, I think this is the first time the Packers have had a top 10 defense since 2008. Yeah, and you know what happened in 2008? They won the Super Bowl. Yep. And so I'm I'm starting to think this Raider, this uh, sorry, this Packers team might be the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now, even ahead of the Patriots, who unfortunately, just because I haven't seen them play one Potential playoff yeah. opponent, almost maybe the Bills. That's the, it. The, the Saints might have something to say to you about that. Yeah, I, I'm, my only concern. With I'm, the not, Saints I'm not. Are, like, I'm not a big Saint guy. You know that. Remember, Drew Brees, the broken thumb came on his throwing hand. Yeah, Lim, at 42 years old, 41. I'm. I'm. I'm not here. I'm not going to be that guy that's like he's going to fall down the cliff. I'm just wondering 
how hard is it going to be to once you start throwing a football again? Yeah, I don't we'll know. Find, we'll find out. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a thumb expert, but you know. And the Raiders, like you said, actually they're, they're falling in the right direction. This whole, like we said last week, we do this every week, but Gruden's not that bad of a coach. Everyone wants to claim he can't it's, coach it's anymore. It's fun to like make fun of. They just picked, they, they played a fucking good opponent. Exactly. All right, Texans at Colts, 23-30. to 30. The Colts win, and uh, the Colts, I think, now take the division lead. They do, and Brissett threw four touchdowns. Um, we didn't really get that many highlights. Near there the was not many game. highlights until the end of this game. Deshaun Watson got a touchdown taken away from him uh, earlier in the game that had a little bit of controversy. The refs, I don't know how they missed it. They called him down on a sack, and he was like still way up in the air and threw a touchdown. Um, but happens. But the the thing is with this, I still don't understand the AFC South. I'm not going to pretend to understand the AFC South. I really. I have no pulse on this division. I have no pulse on any of these teams. Last week, Houston, I was like, oh, man, they're the second best team in the AFC. And then I was like, nah, nah, now now I'm like, oh, Houston, they're not that good. And then I'm, now I'm like, oh, Colts are really good. Next week, the Colts will probably, like, I don't know who they play, but play, like, if they play the, let's see, they play the Broncos, they'll probably lose it just because life doesn't make sense in the AFC South. Um. Maybe Jacob. It's so that division's so weird. I wouldn't be like shocked if Jacoby Brissett retires tomorrow. Yeah. It, okay. Lol. I got the joke. I was like, I don't know why the hell he's saying that. But now I get the joke. Okay. It's Andrew too, Luck. Yeah. Um. You know they've had actually this division has been interesting. Is, is it too late for Andrew to be like, hey guys, you guys are pretty good. Tennessee Dang. Titans. Jake Locker. He retired early. Yeah. This division's weird. <laughs> That's so true. Right. Different. Weird division. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. This division's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Let me hear this out. You had the Texans who went on like a nine-game winning streak last year but had the worst offensive line but a really good young quarterback that's injury-prone. You had the Colts lose maybe a top-10 talent in the history of the NFL quarterback-wise yeah. to have their backup in Jacoby Brissett. You had the Jacksonville Jaguars go sign a Super Bowl MVP in Nick Foles, get hurt, bring in Gardner Minshew like a sixth-round quarterback that's now led them to – Three and four, which is not bad. Only a game and a half out of the first. Yeah, I know. And then you have the Tennessee Titans who benched the number two pick in the draft, Marcus Mariota, for Ryan Tannehill, a throwaway from Miami that's kind of Who's over. also a top 12 pick. I think he's yeah, 11th pick in the draft. Like 16th or something. Uh, some, whatever, well, he was a first-round pick. pick. Yeah. Okay. Um, the quarterback situation is fucking weird except for Deshaun Watson, but that team is weird in general. Um, Bill O'Brien's the coach who doesn't – have a GM, right? And right. GM's the team, and they've made some questionable choices that are seemingly working out, but some weeks they don't. And I don't know I don't know if everyone knows this. If this is your first time hearing it, this podcast, George, what is my new rule for this season as of last week that I didn't follow last week, but I followed it this week? You will not be betting on any games involving AFC South teams. For or against, because... Like you said, one week the Titans are the fucking shittiest team in the NFL. The next week, Ryan Tannehill's in here, and all of a sudden they're pretty decent. The Jacksonville Jaguars, Gardner Minshew, don't know what to make of them still. And the Houston Texans, okay, Houston Texans. Uh, one week you're the best team in the NFL. The next they they played against the Saints week one, fucking good. They they played next week a bad game, and then the week after that they play good again. Who knows? And like the Colts. I literally have no idea. Uh, oh, the Colts. The Colts are... were two and two two weeks ago. Now they're four and two, first place in the division. Are they the best team in the AFC South? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, it's on. It's it's so hard to uh, like give up on that division. I mean, I I just hope they all end in eight and eight, and somehow there's like a 
tiebreaker on like nine different things and then they have to like flip a coin and get who gets in the playoffs it's so frustrating george it is so frustrating i i don't know who's gonna win that division now yeah four and two four i mean and if, three, I, if two. I had a gun in my head i'm picking texans but i mean not like not gonna be really confident with it and, I, and i'm not really gonna have a gun to my head so it's all good <laughs> right well I'll go get him like uh, water gun. Right? I don't want to be Jabai. <laughs> I said George always gets way too dark on this podcast. And I said water gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm just being careful. You were talking about depression last week. Yeah, this Huskies depressed me. Yeah, it's been a bad football weekend. For bad me. football weekend. Um, Cardinals at Giants, and that's not the St. Louis Cardinals, correct? No, this is the Arizona Cardinals oh, okay. on the road in New York. They win twenty-seven to twenty-one. And this is one of George's uh, cha-ching, free money five, yep. took the Giants. I'm not even trying to take shots at you. I'm just saying this is a disappointing game. Trust me, I have nine. And I was, well, before this weekend, I was nine and 21 in bets, so I'm not I'm taking any shots. I'm 0-5 I'm this week. George went against me twice this week, by the way, everybody. And um, for the first time ever, I'm 2-0 and against George in head-to-head bets. <laughs> but we'll get to the bets later. Yeah, or we won't. Um, anyway, Cardinals, Murray's pretty good. They're sneakily three, three, and one. They're not a pushover that we all thought they were going to be. Um, that's really all I have. I got yeah. no, like the, I'm not interested, but the Cardinals are better than I thought. <laughs> uh well, I'm pretty much the same thing, man. I, I have nothing to say with the Giants. Saquon came back. Daniel Jones is gonna be good. He seems like he's pretty decent. He's gonna be a consistent quarterback. Yeah. NFL. But I don't know. By the way, I just want to let you know what defenses Kyler Murray plays the next two weeks. Yeah, Saints and Forty Nine ers. So. I think with a guy like him, though, because of his mobility, yep. he can at least he won't get embarrassed. Okay, fair. And that's why I've, I really like I like what I've seen from Kyler Murray. Shockingly, Giants Daniel Jones is going to be fine. He's a rookie. Kyler Murray's rookie. There's two rookie quarterbacks. Like, there's not much to make out of this. But I do think the Cardinals might be decent enough where they could be like seven and nine this year. Well, not seven, eight and one, whatever it is. They could yeah. almost crack five hundred this year, which. Coming from a guy, I think I had him at one and fifteen or zero and sixteen. Yeah, I had him at two and fourteen. I thought they were going to so. be horrible, but they still. I mean, they, it's not that they have an easy schedule. I mean, I wouldn't be even shocked if they still finish like five, ten and one. But just overall, it's like really a good step for this team. Pretty impressive. Oh yeah. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about your favorite game of the week, George. Uh, the Forty Nine ers and Redskins. All right. All right, we're back, and we um, are not starting with the 49ers and Redskins. We actually realized we didn't talk about Thursday Night Football. Now, the game was a dud. Chiefs win 30-6. to The Broncos suck. We get it. Whatever. Patrick Mahomes dislocated his kneecap. Kind of an important story. Yeah, um, I think it's people care. I think people care about Patrick Mahomes. Um, it didn't look good. I mean, I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, why do you run? And I was one of them. Why do you run Patrick Mahomes on a QB sneak? When when he has a bum ankle, well, he didn't hurt his ankle; he hurt his knee. Like it could have happened to anyone. <laughs> Did you say you were one of them? Yeah, like, I tweeted that. Like, and then you do? thought about it. Yeah, and then I thought about it. I was like, well, yeah, because he plays football. Also, you think about it. Tom Brady is like the greatest QB sneaker ever. It's just a freak accident. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was pretty clear that it was a dislocated kneecap. Most right when you saw these that they were popping something back in, everyone was like, oh, are they popping in his? Kneecap. You go. Oh, okay. Um, I saw today. There's some miraculous. Like he's doing great. He could play in like two weeks potentially. Really, that's cool. Yeah, like, I, pretty amazing to see a guy. This will get his kneecap get up. Like 
kind of get off the field. Like, and they're like, I could play in a week or two. You know, for him, like for quarterbacks, like, well, I guess he could come back early, but why would, for two things, why would you risk it for, for, this, game, for, yeah. for this early in the season if you guys are doing, you know, well already? And two, he does more than a lot of quarterbacks. He's not a scrambler, but he does rely on mobility to that makes him more effective. Yeah, and I agree with that. And one thing that I would say is the landscape of this division is not what we maybe thought it would be. If it was where the Chargers are on your neck or the Raiders won today, we'd probably have a different situation maybe, right? But now let me tell you the landscape of this division. The Chargers have lost three straight. They're two and five. You're they're five bad. And two. They're not good. Well, actually, funny enough, they're, they only have a minus one plus minus compared to like the Raiders. Well, and that's 30. coaching. Huh? And that's coaching. The coach maybe is not that good. Maybe you just game pull out close wins. Um, so they're not on your neck. The Broncos are two and five. They're not on your neck. And the Raiders, if they won today, they'd be at four and two. Instead, they're at three and three. So you have a two game lead on them, and and I, a tiebreaker. So you have a three game lead. Yeah, and a tiebreaker. So now, what if you go without Patrick Mahomes for four weeks and you go two and two? Maybe. Yep. You're probably still seven and four at the top of the or yeah, seven and four. Probably still at the top of the division or uh, six and four, whatever it is. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, that video was playing. I was just making sure to look it up something on the phone. Does that like if you guys listen earlier to the podcast, that's you like that video. Not porn. <laughs> not porn. Um, so I'm not too concerned about if he's out for a couple more weeks than they need or that they want right now. Because you can. All right, George. Sorry, we're just uh, putting... What are you looking for? I'm looking for a picture of Dak Prescott because our page loves Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. All right, I see what it is. I'll yeah. take care of that for you. you take take care of that for okay. us here. Um, our, for those who don't follow us on Facebook... Say, George doesn't love multitasking. Yeah, facebook.com slash sports. No, I can multitask, but the problem there, Sammy, is that video it sounds like it's porn in the background and it's not porn, guys. It's a funny video of Kirk Cousins. It's a funny video okay. of Kirk Cousins. Um, so what I was saying was you can afford to have some weeks of Patrick Mahomes out because you have a two game lead right now, pretty right. much on the whole division. So I wouldn't be too concerned if I am the chiefs. Yeah, I completely agree. And I just hope he is better because football is better when Patrick Mahomes is playing. Yeah. And uh, I have pretty, I'm pretty confident in this team still. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that maybe are not that confident in this team. I'm still, I think they're fine. Me too. I completely agree, actually, there. So, All right, ho- hopefully, hopefully uh, he comes back with a speedy recovery. I agree. So, back to the 49ers in Washington. Today, that was a slip and slide, George. That game was interesting, huh? I mean, I've never seen, I mean, I've seen before like bad weather, but that was like really bad and really. Fun. It was very entertaining in a way. Yeah, it was entertaining because, I mean, people literally be calling it slip and sides. I'm sure anybody that's listening to this podcast probably saw mostly what we're talking about here. Um, it made it one of those games where you literally have the undefeated 49ers going against a, what, one in five Redskins at the time. Right. And it ends up at 9 nothing, zero zero at half. And, uh, both quarterbacks can barely crack 150 yards, no touchdowns in the game. It was one of those just ridiculously kind of embarrassing games because of the weather. Yeah, but it, mostly because of the weather. But the funny thing with this game to me, Sammy, was like I couldn't really 
take anything from any team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the Redskins we know are bad. Yeah, and we know the 49ers have a good defense. So, but what, like, <laughs> so I, you're saying the 49ers still haven't played anyone. The, well, yeah, but, like, does it matter if they haven't played anyone? You know what I mean? In the like, sense of like, what? In the sense of, like, what we, we don't really – no one thinks – or at least no one with, that's not a 49ers fan thinks that this team is, like, a Super Bowl contender, right? Uh, I think I disagree. I think a lot of people think they might be a Super Bowl contender. Okay, well, then if they do think that, then, okay, I don't agree with them. But I think they we know that the 49ers are a really good team that should make the playoffs and they're well-coached. And they have a good defense, and they have they have a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who yeah, maybe he's not lighting up the scoreboard or anything, but he's you know a good enough quarterback. All right, they're six and zero, George. I mean, do you not see them as Super Bowl contenders? I mean, not really, because like I still know that in the NFC, there's there's the Saints have one loss, the Eagles have one loss. So I kind of just feel like, no, I don't see them as a Super Bowl contender. And I know that I, I still trust the Seahawks more than that. So then what's your, what, I mean, technically, what's your definition of a Super Bowl contender? A team that I actually, like, when I close my eyes, imagine them being able to win the Super Bowl. So it's that simple. Yeah, very, very simple. Well, And I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not like, geez, I thought the Eagles had the best roster in the NFL. Did you watch tonight? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> All right. So. It was embarrassing. We'll get to that soon. Um. I mean, where would you have the 49ers, though? Like, well, a top 10 team, easily. Yeah, I mean, okay, I guess, I guess you can't argue outside of that, right? Yeah, like, all right, the Patriots are probably better than them. The Packers, the Saints. All right, I have them. I guess, yeah, I guess technically they're Super Bowl contenders in a way. But, like, if you told me they're playing Minnesota tomorrow on a neutral field, who am I picking? I'm picking, like, Minnesota. Yeah, see, like, I was about to say, even, like, the Cowboys right now, right, are four and three, I'm probably picking the Cowboys over them in yeah. a playoff game. Yeah, I agree Playoff game. And, right, I mean, is that crazy to say? No, absolutely not. Th- that's just kind of how I feel. Like, maybe even a playoff game, like, you know what, screw it. I would take the Cowboys. Um. All right. Enough on a, the, an undefeated team against a defeated team. So we kind of knew what the result was going to be. Chargers lose in Tennessee, twenty to twenty-three, on a kind of a freak play ending. Can you explain that? Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon went in to try to score a touchdown at the end of a game. It was twenty-three twenty. I don't know why there was not. I guess there was what six, seven seconds left. So I guess they were trying to play, run one more play. Don't get it. They kick a field goal. That's probably that's, that's probably what they're tr- they were thinking, but instead he fumbles the ball, <laughs> and uh, instead all hell breaks loose. And he won. Did how many, how many million dollar contract did he want? Uh, much bigger than he should get. Much bigger than he should get. Yeah, exactly. So he fumbles the ball. He loses the game for his team. He did the opposite of putting the team on his back. That's rough. I mean, okay, this team went what twelve and four last year. Yeah. And uh, now they're sitting at two and what? Two and five. Two and five. Um, this is an embarrassing year for the Chargers. And it might be the last year we see Phillip Rivers as the quarterback of the Chargers. Yeah, and that's what makes it sad, really, if you think about it. Cause After the year you had last year? Yeah, you thought, you know, oh, we come back. We're a Super Bowl contender this year. Hopefully we play really good. But instead, you're playing like this, and it's it's. 
it's it is really sad. That's the best way to put it. It is sad, and I I think, like you said before, it could be somewhat of coaching as well. I mean, I know Anthony Lynn was there last year, but there was a lot of criticism about him last year as well. Yes, absolutely. And they only were at minus one, and they're plus minus. Like you said, that comes down to the end of games, maybe coaching, management, coaching. Yep, and. Unfortunately for the Chargers this year, it's not just the kicking. <laughs> no, it's not for once. And for the Titans, man, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill comes in and gets a win. Yeah, he's the future of the franchise. Okay. okay. I'm kidding. You know that. Uh, where did he go to college again? Texas A&M. Oh, okay, Texas A&M. because he's a Southern guy. For, I thought, for some reason I thought he went to Missouri, but I'm thinking of uh, Blaine Gabbard there. Um, yikes. <laughs> yikes, that is right. Um, yeah, once again, AFC South team, I can't understand them. Not going to try. <sighs> I know. <laughs> you know. I like that. Ah, I know. It's I so know. confusing because they can win the division as well. They've won it with Marcus Mariota. They have. And did they? Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. They made the playoffs. All right, George. Another one of your uh, tough day, tough ones today. They're all tough. Saints, 36 on the road in Chicago, 25. Go ahead and start with this one. Um, the Saints are the second best team in the NFL. After the New England Patriots, and they get Drew Brees back. Hopefully, they're saying next week. Like, I do not understand like how I was so wrong about a team as much as wrong about the Saints. Like Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves just keeps getting the job done. And he's you look at the numbers; it's nothing phenomenal, but he's getting the job done. And not you know what, George? You know what they say sometimes: half the job is showing up. Slash. Part of that was yes. Okay. Half the job is showing up and. Not fucking up. Okay, there you go. I was like, okay, what's the other Kind of like showing up, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck up. Don't ruin things for the team. This team finally has a good defense. They have receivers. They have a running back who didn't play today, right? But they have all those pieces, which that's just this just makes this loss for the Bears even more embarrassing. The Heat, we forget, though. They have Latavius Murray as a backup. He went for 119 yards and two touchdowns against this immaculate Chicago Bears defense. Yeah. Uh, who's just- not so immaculate. Not when Teddy Two Gloves comes into town. This is uh, that, I'm sorry. This might be embarrassing for the Bears at this point. Three and three. This they're by far the worst team in this division right now. Mm. Maybe because of their quarterback situation. Yeah, they're, they're not as good as the Lions. They're definitely not as good as the Vikings or Packers. Yeah, and they got the Chargers, Eagles, Lions, Rams the next four weeks, so it could go downhill really quick. Or they can turn around and shut me up. Really that quick. too. Um. This is one of the games that George and I went head to head on. George doesn't want to talk about this. I I'm on five. It's amazing. It's the first time ever, right? First time ever. I mean, it's 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 a pretty good accomplishment, and it's because I put the Seattle Seahawks in my free money fives. I've never I've never put them before, and uh, I, it just was bad karma. Me and George went together on the Seahawks. Didn't go so well. We went to against each other, Saints Bears. I took the Saints. Um. No logical reason. My my bets have been nine and twenty one before this week. I think it went three and two finally. No, no, I have two and two with the uh, tomorrow. Um, we went against each other head to head in this game and in the next game we're gonna talk. Well, in the two games from now, the Cowboys yeah. Eagles. Um, did I didn't even we didn't really get to see too many highlights from this game, did we? No, there's not that many highlights from the game. It was like it was just this Teddy Two Gloves dominating the Bears. Yeah, and. You have to, well, it's not even just him. Hear me out on this. You had 
Latavius Murray go 27 for 119 and two touchdowns. Pretty, and then Teddy Bridgewater. Pretty good. 20, uh, 281 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And then on the other side, you got Mitch Trubisky. Who, he, you know, he went for 251 and two touchdowns, but he was 34 for 54. Jeez. If you ever have Mitch Trubisky throwing 54 times, it's going to be a solid problem. And But the problem really is, you want to hear the run game, George? Yeah. Seven carries for 17 yards on the day. That's really bad. And they gave up 151 yards on a team that's supposed to be what on defense? Uh, killer on defense and killer on the run game. So you can you they failed in their two things that they're really good at. Tough sight to see, George. Yeah, I mean, good thing I'm not a Bears fan. Seriously though. Well, speaking of being a fan, that we bet on it, and it's our hometown team. The Seattle Seahawks lose at home. To Lamar frickin' Jackson and Earl Thomas and the Ravens, 30-16. to 16. Yeah, Lamar Jackson might be, like, the best player in, in history of football. Me and George don't like Lamar Jackson, but today but, I have hey, nothing. To I say. got nothing bad to say about Lamar Jackson anymore. He's I, still not a quarterback. He's, he, he's different. He's not that great. But, but he's not Tim Tebow. He's not Tim Tebow, exactly. Because he's a really good fucking runner. Yeah, he's not Tim Tebow, and he's not RG3, but he's not Michael Vick. He's Lamar Jackson. He, I hate saying that, like as if he's like some legend already, but he is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he can't throw the ball that well. He's okay. That's it. He's okay. But he might be unstoppable in some senses. He's okay. Do you, I've never been so frustrated watching the Seahawks defense go against quarterback. Yeah, he's very good at getting outside and scrambling and doing we'll talk more about this i guess in the seattle super pod but like about this game but in general so i guess we'll be talking more about the seahawks angle but if you're the ravens you got to be like you got to feel really good here that lamar jackson is able to do these things frustrate defenses and be the type of player he is yeah and you look at it he went 14 carries for 116 yards yeah. and a touchdown i mean that's pretty impressive um Passing, I think, is at a hundred something yards. Nothing, nothing yeah. amazing, but it is impressive to be able to do that on the road in Seattle against a pretty decent defense as well. So, more power to Lamar Jackson. That puts both teams at five and two. I really did not want to see Earl Thomas get a win in Seattle. Well, you, know, you did. We did in Lamar Jackson. Two of my arch nemesis. Um, like George said, we do a Seattle Super Podcast every week. We're going to do it on Wednesday this week, uh, talking. This week's game, next week's game, maybe some Sounders because it's MLS playoffs. So if you want to hear more about our opinion on this, tune in there. And unfortunately, tough loss for the Hawks at home. Um, Sad. Last game to talk about for the day outside of predictions for tomorrow is the boys, my Cowboys, another game George and I went head-to-head on. The Eagles lose in Dallas, thirty-seven to ten. Can, can you rephrase that, please, in, uh, in the in the right way to say it? The Cowboys dominate the Eagles. Thank you. Thirty-seven to ten. They 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 literally destroyed the Eagles, and I was wrong about this Eagles team. They were my. I thought this was a Super Bowl <laughs> type of team. Boy, was I wrong. We we both have our fair share of, you know, really bad predictions. Right? I know, but this one was. You had them at fifteen and one this year, yeah, something like that. But like I said during the thing, like when I have fifteen one, doesn't really mean I think they're going fifteen and one. I just think they're going to be really good. Okay, but yeah, you but, thought you thought they. I could thought be the they. Best were, I thought they were going to be the best team in the NFL. It's at, at, at least I can take my 49ers and say, hey, I got that right. But Jesus Christ, 
Carson Wentz looks like he's shit. <laughs> Their coach looks like he's fucking dumb. Predicting or uh, sorry, guaranteeing wins. Guaranteeing wins like he's fucking Rex Ryan out here. Like, uh, I, like being a clown. Yeah, he, he, I was gonna say he's a clown, but he won a Super Bowl, so I guess I can't really call him a clown. He beat Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl, in so a it's super, really hard to call him a clown. So it's hard to call him a clown, but he's a fucking clown. And the team is a clown show. The organization sucks. Their guys are all injured because they probably have a bad training staff. Carson Wentz keeps getting hurt. And he doesn't know how to slide. Somebody explain this to me, why he can't learn how to slide. I don't know. It's pretty simple. Go play baseball for a day. Call Russell Wilson. God, the team is horrible. Like, there's not many times, like... It, like they might still, they're only a game back of this division. Like they might still win the division, but it's it's not a Super Bowl team. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, we ta- I was talking about this with you during our little break here. And it's mm. you look at this, it's kind of sad. The guys never played a playoff game. He got paid a hundred million, but this team won a Super Bowl without with his backup. I Nick know. Foles. And you come into this year every year, we're like, dude, Carson Wentz is gonna be MVP. He's gonna do this, and then I feel like it's either an injury. Now it's just they're playing bad. Yeah. Today, Dak Prescott looked like a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, and I don't think that Dak Prescott should be or is a better quarterback than Carson Agreed. Wentz. But when it starts to happen more than once or twice or three times, and you can see the Cowboys have a four-game win streak against the Eagles. Yeah, it used to be the other way around back in the day. Yeah, and I'm not even an Eagles fan or anything. It's just like disappointing when you have a team filled with roster that's supposed to be really really good and filled with talent filled with roster. a roster that's filled with talent <laughs> they got a roster a full roster whenever you have a roster you should be good um and they play like this it's it's shit and then as far as the cowboys go uh dak prescott probably should call his agent today and ask like oh let's really try to get this extension going yeah I, dak prescott's another story for another day he's a little up and down himself obviously um <laughs> But uh, it, this is embarrassing for the Eagles. It is. This is a great win for the Cowboys who now take the lead in the division. We agree. Ah, George. George George would usually say more about a game like this, but he seems a little bummed. No, th- I mean, I, I basically just said, called this team a bomb. I mean, that's what they are. They're bums. That's fair. And this is exactly the game that uh, Eagles are supposed to have a great defense, right? They're supposed to have a great everything. They're supposed to be the best route in the league. They gave up that was according 111 to yards to Ezekiel Elliott, which also allowed Dak Prescott to go 21 for 27, 240 in a touchdown. They might as well just not showed up tonight. It would have been better. Mari Cooper, five catches, 106. I'm you, it would have been better if they just stayed in Philadelphia. George is bummed. Tomorrow, George, quick predictions. Patriots at Jets. I'm taking the New York Jets. I'm 2-2 two two in my bets right now, trying to get 3-2. and two. I'm taking the Jets plus 9.5. And I am predicting they actually win outright. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I could actually see them winning outright. I think, look, I'm not the type of guy who says that New England's going to go undefeated every Like, No, they're obviously going to lose a few. random game. They're going to lose a random game here or there. And I think this is like a really good spot for the um, for the Jets. So if the, if the Patriots are to lose a game, I could see this one being the one. I feel that. And I think Sam Darnold is about to hit a little bit of a stride and give hope for the season, although it's unfortunate they were 0-4 without him. Yeah, just, if I'm Brady, I'm not shaking his hand after the game and getting mono. Ha <laughs> ha, but um, All right, George. Um, that's all we got for today. It was a quick one. I think it was like 40 minutes. Um, we 
had our part one NBA over unders. Go check that out. It's episode five seventy five. There, we're having part two come out tomorrow. Beautiful. At some point, and we got Wednesday of Seattle Pod. So stay tuned for all this. Enjoy World Series, NBA, NFL. This was episode five seventy six. Find us at sonsports.com, sontsports.com. And George, this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Peace.